जय गौरनेता गौरनेता जय 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 गौरनेता गौरनेता जय गौरनेता जय गौरनेता जल गौरनेता जय प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा शिला प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा शिला प्रभु पदा जय गुरुदेवा जय गुरुदेवा जय गुरुदेवा शिला गुरुदेवा जय गुरुदेवा जय गुरुदेवा जय गुरुदेवा शिला गुरुदेवा So we are discussing Canto 6, Prescribed Duties for Mankind, and Chapter 17, Mother Parvati Curses Chitraketum. Text number 9. Sri Sukha Uvacha Bhagavan Apitak Sutva An Apitak Sutva Bhagavan Apitak Sutva ಸುತ್ವಾಪ್ರಹಸ್ಯಾಗಾದಿರೂಪಸ್ಯಾಗಾದೀರ್ಪಸ್ಯಾಗಾದೀರ್ಪಿಂಬೂವಾಸದಿ
ಶ್ರೀಸುಖವಾಚ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಅಪಿ ಪ್ರಹಸ್ಯಾಗಾದೀರ್ಣೂಷ್ಣೀಂಭೂವಾಸದಿ ಸಭ್ಯಾತ್ತದ್ವೃತ ಶ್ರೀಸುಖವಾಚ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಪ್ರಹಸ್ಯಾಗದೀರ್ಣೂಪೀಂಭೂವಾಸದ್ಯಾತ್ತದ್ವೃತ ವರ್ಡ್ ಟು ವರ್ಡ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಶ್ರೀಸುಖವಾಚ ಶ್ರೀಸುಖದೇವ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಸೆಡ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶಿವ ಅಪಿ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ತತ್ ದಟ್ ಶ್ರುತ್ವಾ ಹಿಯರಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರಹಸ್ಯ ಸ್ಮೈಲಿಂಗ್ ಅಘಾದಿಹಿ ಹೂಸ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅನ್ಫ್ಯಾತಮ್ ನೃಪಾ ಓ ಕಿಂಗ್ ತುಷ್ಣಿಂ ಸೈಲೆಂಟ್ ಬಭುವಾ ರಿಮೇನ್ ಸದಸಿ ಇನ್ ದ ಅಸೆಂಬ್ಲಿ ಸಭ್ಯಾಹ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ ದೇರ್ ಚಂಡ್ ತತ್ ಅನ್ವ್ರತ ಫಾಲೋಡ್ ಲಾಡ್ ಶಿವ ದಿಮೇನ್ ಸೈಲೆಂಟ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಬೈ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಶಿಲಾ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾತ್ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಲಾ ಸುಖದೇವ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂಡ್ ಮೈ ಡಿಯರ್ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಹಿಯರಿಂಗ್ ಚಿತ್ರಕೇತು ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶಿವ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಹೂಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಈಸ್ ಫ್ಯಾಥಮ್ಲೆಸ್ ಸಿಂಪ್ಲಿ ಸ್ಮೈಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಮೇನ್ ಸೈಲೆಂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಮೆಂಬರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಅಸೆಂಬ್ಲಿ ಫಾಲೋಡ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ನಾಟ್ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಪಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಶಿಲಾ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾತ್ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಚಿತ್ರಕೇತುಸ್ ಪರ್ಪಸ್ ಇನ್ ಕ್ರಿಟಿಸೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶಿವ ಈಸ್ ಸಮ್ವಾಟ್ ಮಿಸ್ಟೀರಿಯಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟೂಡ್ ಬೈ ಎ ಕಾಮನ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಶ್ರೀಲಾ ವಿಷ್ಣಾ ಚಕ್ರವರ್ತಿ ಠಾಕೂರ ಹವರ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ದ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಅಬ್ಸರ್ವೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶಿವ ಬೀಂಗ್ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಲ್ಟೆಡ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಡೆಮಿಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಡೂ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಹಿ ಡಿಸೈರ್ಸ್ although he was extremely oh, sorry although he was externally exhibiting the behavior of a common man and not following etiquette such actions cannot diminish his exalted position the difficulty is that a common man seeing lord shiva's behavior might follow his example as stated in bhagavad gita 3.21 ಯದ್ಯದ್ ಆಚರತಿ ಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠ ತದ್ದೇವತರೋ ಜನ ಸಯದ್ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಕುರುತೆ ಲೋಕಸ್ತದ್ ಅನುವರ್ತತೆ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಆಕ್ಷನ್ ಎ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಕಾಮನ್ ಮೆನ್ ಫಾಲೋ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಹೀ ಸೆಟ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪ್ಲರಿ ಆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಪರ್ಸ್ಯೂಸ್ ಎ ಕಾಮನ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಮೈಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಕ್ರಿಟಿಸೈಸ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶಿವ ಲೈಕ್ ದಕ್ಷ who suffered the consequences for his criticism king chitraketu desired that lord shiva cease this external behavior so that others might be saved from criticizing him and this becoming offenders if one thinks that vishnu the supreme personality of godhead is the only perfect personality where the demigods even such demigods lord shiva are inclined to improper social affairs he is an offender considering all this king chitravaketu was somewhat harsh in his behavior with lord shiva lord shiva who is always deep in knowledge could understand chitraketu's purpose and therefore he was not at all angry rather he simply smiled and remained silent the members of the assembly surrounding lord shiva could also understand chitraketu's purpose consequently following the behavior of lord shiva they did not protest instead 
Following their master, they remained silent. If the members of the assembly thought that Chitraketu had blasphemed Lord Shiva, they would have certainly have left at once, blocking their ears with their hands. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Salakaya Chakshur Unmilitam Enathasmai Sri Guruvena Maha Sri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yuta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Thamsa Jeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamscha Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangam Langayate Giram Yat Kripatamaham Vande Paramananda Madhavam The Supreme Personality of Godhead has the form of Sachitananda Vigraha Transcendental Bliss, Knowledge and Eternity I offer my respectful obeisances unto him who turns the dumb into eloquent speakers and enables the lame to cross mountains. Such is the mercy of the Lord. He Krishna Karna Sindhu Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangira Devrindavaneshwari Vrishabhano Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpa Tarobhishcha Krupa Sindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pashmanebo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gaurabhakta Rinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Srila Sukadeva Goswami continued, My dear King, after hearing Chitraketu's statement, Lord Shiva, the most powerful personality whose knowledge is fathomless, simply smiled and remained silent. And all the members of the assembly followed the Lord uh, by not saying anything. Commenting on this verse, by uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. I'll just read the, uh, because it's an interactive dialogue given there. Why did Shiva smile? Chitraketu wants to establish the truth about my conduct in this world. So Chitraketu wants to establish the truth about my conduct in this world because he had fathomless knowledge. What is fathomless? Unending too. Thank you, Prabhu. Not fully explored, or dictionary says, not totally understood. So the depth is so much that it's beyond the understanding of an ordinary person. So because he had fathomless knowledge, not understood by anyone, he understood Chitraketu's intention. Chitraketu's intention was as follows. Shiva is the Lord. There is no harm if he performs acts which appear wrong. Those who are ignorant will criticize him and for their offense will be destroyed like Daksha. So because people do not understand the depth of uh, such an exalted devotee, or Lord Shiva, so then they tend to criticize uh, the external behavior of the Lord. And by criticizing, what happens? The person who's criticizing will fall down. If today I can establish that he has proper conduct, it will be beneficial for the world. So Chitraketu is trying to benefit the world. For the sake of the world, he is trying to say what he has said. If today I can establish that he has proper conduct, it will be beneficial for the world. Vishnu benefits the world because he follows proper conduct. But Shiva is inauspicious because of his apparent misconduct. So Lord Vishnu conducts his behavior in such a way that uh, no one can pinpoint a finger. 
But in the case of Lord Shiva, uh, people are saying, uh, people can say that look at him, he's, he talks about austerity, he's talking about philosophy, and then his wife is now sitting on this lap and then showing the external behavior which is totally contradictory to the internal mood of the person who is supposed to sit on a Vyasasana. So Shiva thought, and he should not be, he should not have infamy. So Chitraketu's intention was that he should not have infamy. And even the modern world, it's more than the external action, the intention behind the action counts. Especially if you see the judgments coming from United States, most of the courts they find that the person, if he does an act out of uh, spurt of the movement, then uh, the punishment given for such an act is much less than a premeditated action. Because premeditated action is that he, the person has well thought about it and therefore he has acted on that. Whereas person in a mode of passion, he is reacting in a given situation and therefore that is instantaneous. It's not that the person thought about it and then uh, and then, therefore, he has performed that activity. Normally, so therefore, we should cultivate our action or the, I would say, response to any activity uh, in a way in which it benefits the other person. So therefore, one can react to the person. When somebody says something, I can react to that person. And by reacting to that person, normally in the middle world what happens, that person says one word, you'd say five words. And the other person says ten words, then you say twenty words. And therefore it enters into an endless argument or it goes to a big fight. And if you are in a country like USA, both of them can pull their triggers. So that's one way of responding to a given situation. The other response is that the person says something, you keep quiet, you don't say anything, you remain passive. But then, you may remain passive externally, but internally you are not happy. And the result is, the person can continue to criticize you, and internally you continue to feel ill about the person, and in the consequence, neither of them gets benefited. So the, the better approach or the best approach would be if the person is criticizing, you pray for him. The person may transmit material uh, ill effects towards you or abuses you, but you should be able to transmit uh, transcendental vibration. By transmitting vi transcendental vibration, there's a possibility or a period of time that person gets corrected. Because you are not maintaining any uh, reactive mode, rather you are showing compassion, you are showing the responsive mode, and in that mode uh, you are trying to lift him from his existing material consciousness. And that way it benefits that person and it also benefits us because we will not be placed in a similar situation again with that person in future. Because any, any, any event taking place in the material world has a cause, is a cause and effect uh, reaction situation. So it's not that just like that for no reason somebody is abusing, I must have done something in the past to that person and therefore today the person is reacting to me and therefore if I have to square up the equation, uh, better I transmit transcendental vibration, uh, thus square up the equation and in future uh, will not have similar situations. It is said that psychologists say that when you are transmitting the vibration, the other person sometimes is receptive, although he may be anywhere. It's not that physically the person needs to be present. The person could be anywhere on the planet, and when you're sending, at that moment, 
if for any reason his receiver is tuned with you, he immediately catches that vibration. It's an interesting concept, but they say that it is possible. And that's the reason why you find that sometimes if your relative or your parent, they say that I'm expecting your call and I've received your call. And they say that geo for 100 years. It's the blessings they give. Does that happen to anyone? You, 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 parents or somebody, you say that, okay, I'm going to give a call, I'm going to make a call. And when you give a call, suddenly the parents say that, well, I was expecting your call and there I've received it. So therefore that means that you're transmitting or your transmitter and the receiver are synchronized and at that time they picked up the signal. Now when they are not synchronized, it's still you're transmitting, the receiver will receive maybe not online but offline. The signal will be received by the receiver, may not be online but offline sometime later on the person will receive the signal depending on his purity or otherwise. But what happens is that next time when you meet, you will not have the pleasant exchange with the person uh, because of the negative vibrations you have been transmitting towards that person and somehow that behavior is picked up by the other person. This is the interesting psychology uh, we find modern science accepts it. So therefore, whether the person is receiving your signal or not, make it a point not to transmit negative emotions towards anyone. And therefore, the fundamental for foundational principle for spiritual progress is gratitude and humility. These are the two uh, pillars on which we can progress in our spiritual journey. Whatever we have in our life, be grateful. Be grateful to the Lord. Be grateful to the devotees. Be grateful to every living entity that has facilitated your current existence. And with that gratitude, you, you try naturally cultivate the sense of humility. And in that, uh, on that platform, you will never transmit negative emotions to anyone. So, but Shiva is inauspicious because of his, his apparent misconduct, he should not have infamy. So this was the intention of uh, Chitraketu and therefore that's how he was, he, he tried to uh, say to Lord Shiva, then Shiva thought, I'll not become angry at his harsh words, which are beneficial for the world. The assembly, understanding Shiva's intention, also remained silent and did not become angry. If his intention had been to criticize Shiva, the assembly would have blocked their ears and left. Normally we say, Shiva Shiva, whenever somebody is talking harshly, at least coming from uh, traditional South Indian culture, we used to say if somebody is calling you or somebody is abusing you, immediately you close your ears and say, say, Shiva, Shiva. Or you say, Vishnu, Vishnu. Normally we don't, at least I have not said Vishnu, Vishnu, but we always used to say, Lord Shiva, Shiva. Anyone remember saying that? Because now we say, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. But in those days that was the uh, culture in which I was brought up. And it is said, uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur continues with the verse 10.74.39 Bhagavan Nindanam Srutva Dushaham Tat Sabhasadaha Karnav Pidhaya Nirjagmuhu Saptas Chedipam Rusa Upon hearing such intolerable blasphemy of the Lord Several members of the assembly covered their ears and walked out, angrily cursing the king of Chedi. So if, uh, if our comments are really with envy in our heart, uh, then obviously the other person's reaction would be different and equally uh, the audience would have angrily responded. But here we find Lord Shiva was not angry and seeing their master's mood, the, even the participants, the, the devotees, they, they knew that it was not with an intention 
ऑफ एनवी और विद एनवी इन द हार्ट दैट चित्रकेतु वाज ट्राइंग टू क्रिटिसाइज लॉर्ड शिवा एंड प्रभुपाद इन इस ओपनिंग स्टेटमेंट से पर्पोर्ट चित्रकेतु's purpose in criticizing Lord Shiva is somewhat mysterious. What does the word mysterious mean? Prabhupada says that Chitraketu's purpose in criticizing Lord Shiva is somewhat mysterious and cannot be understood by a common man. So what does the word mysterious mean? Sorry? Uh, no. Unknown. Yeah, you can say. It, it says, dictionary at least when I checked, it says difficult or impossible to understand. Impossible. <laughs> so therefore, Prabhupada summarized with that uses the word mysterious. He is saying that what Chitraketu is doing, it's very difficult for uh, an ordinary person to understand. And Prabhupada brings about the comparison between uh, Chitraketu's behavior and Daksha's behavior. Daksha, with his uh, enviousness in their heart, he is criticized. And therefore, uh, we know the pastime of Daksha Yajna, uh, there is a consequence of that. But whereas in this case, when Chitraketu is criticizing, Lord Shiva is not taking uh, with the attitude that this person, who is he, is going to criticize me, because he understood because of his fathomless depth of knowledge. His depth of knowledge was so high. I remember in a, in a native place, you have to, for taking out water from the well, you drop the uh, bucket at the end of the rope. First time when I went to my native place, because I grew up in Hyderabad, but native place, we frequently go for marriages, functions. And first time when I dropped the bucket, I find that the bucket is going down, down, down. I couldn't see the water. And finally, it hit the water. Then I saw that the entire rope is gone. It's only a small piece, and then I was holding it. So therefore, it means that it's so deep, the well. So similarly, Lord Shiva's understanding is so deep that he could understand the intention of Chitraketu. And in uh, verse 10.33.31 to 32, uh, instruction Sukadeva goes, Swami to Parikshit Maharaj. And this is, these are the set of verses uh, Gurudev quotes in his book. 33, 10.33.31 The state, 31 The statements of Lord's empowered servants are always true and the acts they perform are exemplary when consistent with those statements. Therefore, one who is intelligent should carry out their instructions. And in the purport to that, Srila Prabhupada says, but when Lord Krishna himself descends, he also demonstrates the ultimate religious principle, namely that the Lord, Supreme Lord is beyond all other living beings and that no one can imitate his supreme position. This foremost of all religious principle, that the Lord is unique without equal or superior, was clearly demonstrated in Lord Krishna's apparently immoral pastimes with the gopis. No one can imitate these activities without incurring dire consequences as explained here by Sukadeva Goswami. One who thinks that Lord Krishna is an ordinary living being subject to lust or who accepts his rasa dance as admirable and tries to imitate it will certainly be vanquished as described in the text 30, previous one. One who is not a great controller should never imitate the behavior of ruling personalities, even mentally. If out of foolishness an ordinary person does imitate such behavior, he'll simply destroy himself, just as a person who is not Rudra would destroy himself if he tried to drink an ocean of poison. And finally, 32, my dear Prabhu, 
when these great persons who are free from false ego act piously in this world, they have no selfish motives to fulfill. And even when they act in apparent contradictions to the law of piety, they are not subjected to sinful reactions. So therefore, one should not judge the behavior of uh, especially an exalted devotee. For that matter, one should not judge anyone unless we are authorized. We, one of the devotees, he was narrating to uh, me that because of him, he committed a, uh, a mistake in the temple and because of that certain facilities which was being uh, provided to the devotees has been withdrawn. And he went and said to his other devotee, to whom he considers as his elder brother. So once he said, he was saying that Prabhu, I considered that Prabhu as my elder brother and I told him this is what has happened. And that devotee pulled him left and right. How dare you are so casual in your service in the temple. You can't do that. Every step, every activity you perform in the temple is an activity as a service to the Lord and therefore you must be very, very careful. And he, he said, Prabhu, that Prabhu pulled me left and right and center, but I felt it as nectar because I have surrendered to him. I have accepted him as my elder brother and therefore he has a right to pull me up for my own benefit. He does not have any envy in his heart. So similarly, if you have given that authorization to somebody and then uh, the other person pulls you up, you take it, you accept it. But without that, you are trying to pull somebody, uh, then obviously it will be taken, uh, it will be misunderstood and it can have its consequences. Abhishek was once narrating an uh, episode which happened in Pune temple. The, uh, the devotees were asked to move from old temple to the new temple. It was, I'm, I'm, I think some five years back or six years back. And the two days before the inauguration of the temple, the Brahmacharya, everyone was asked to move the to the new temple. And for 48 hours, uh, they, they did not have any sleep. They moved the entire uh, temple from old temple to the new temple. And just two days before, His Holiness Gopal Krishna Goswami Maharaj called, I believe, Radhesham Prabhu and said, please move back to the old temple. Because uh, two days later, uh, the temple, Indian President Abdul Kalam was about to inaugurate the temple and they have heard that uh, there's a possibility of a terrorist attack. And Radhisham Prabhu said yes. And the message was transmitted to uh, the devotees, the brahmacharis. And brahmacharis said, no way we can do that because we have already spent 48 hours, we don't have any sleep, we are dead and we can't do anything. And Radhesham Prabhu, he called the leaders. He said, how is it possible that you're not going to move? And he blasted them. He said, you must move because this is an instruction coming from Gopal Krishna Goswami Maharaj and have accepted it and therefore move back the paraphernalia back to the old temple. So the next two days, just before the inauguration of the new temple, they moved back the entire uh, paraphernalia to the old temple. So why we take that example is that the brahmacharis are surrendered to the temple authorities and they have their own, uh, they don't have their own intelligence in the sense that you are subordinate to the temple authority and whatever the temple authority says, whether you like it or not, you have to follow the instruction. Am I right in saying that? There are times when we have conflicting uh, thoughts coming 
but then ultimately you have to surrender to the temple authority uh, because that's the role you have accepted and then you do that. And therefore they, they said that the next two days the temple was moved back to the old temple and so you can imagine for four days no sleep, did so much of work and they were dead. That's what uh, Abhishek was saying. I'm not sure whether anything such happened in this temple. Any, any idea? Anything? Oh, okay. <laughs> Because when we uh, try to criticize an exalted devotee, then uh, Guru Maharaj says in his purport uh, on this verse that two things can happen, or one can commit two mistakes. Either you try to imitate uh, that great person. So somebody can say that, well, Lord Shiva has done it, why not equally? I, do the, uh, I can also do similar activity or criticize those actions. So either way, it's a fall down. Criticize, uh, imitating, I think if we use the Hindi word, uh, it gives actually, it, it touches her heart, because imitation in Hindi we call as nakli. So it's not asli, it is nakli. So when you say nakli, then it, it hits you that this is not the truth, or this is, this we can't do it. Like in, in kitchen, I think Savior Bhagavan Prabhu said, he understand that we sometimes instead of saffron, which is the actual uh, coloring agent and the flavoring agent, we use an ugly item or an artificial item, uh, which is not supposed to be used, but we t sometimes uh, tend to use it. It's an imitation. And once I was traveling from uh, Flinders Street Station towards Glen Waverley, there was a, a young, not young, a mother with her son, I think 13, 14 years, and she was trying to control the boy. And what was the boy saying? Krishna can have with, he, he moves with the girls, and he has so many girlfriends, why not I should have a girlfriend? I too want a girlfriend. And because she looked at my body, my hair, she thought, well, this guy is from India. <laughs> and she's also from India. She was saying, what can I do? This boy, he harasses me that he wants to behave like Krishna. And he too wants at the age of 13, 14 years, a girlfriend. And no matter what I tell him, he doesn't understand. So this is what the material world is. So we should be very careful in how uh, we behave and therefore as a child I remember my parents used to say always, I think people coming from Andhra, this is a typical statement, they tend to say that follow what Rama did but uh, follow the instruction of Lord Krishna, don't reverse it. If you do what Krishna has done and uh, follow Rama's instruction, you'll, uh, it's not conduce you for your spiritual growth. So if you want to grow spiritually, you should do what Rama has done and then follow the instruction of Lord Krishna, then, then you are following the proper path or the etiquette and you'll grow uh, spiritually. And we find that uh, even when you are watering the plants, this is it's an interesting biological concept or a botanist they say, you must have heard that. You take two plants, for one plant you pour water with love and affection. The plant grows. Whereas the other plant you pull up, you scold, you abuse and you pour the plant. After a while the, uh, the, the plant disappears. Has anyone heard this part? This is a so therefore, if, why? Because this person is criticizing with the envy in their heart. And Prabhupada always says that we are in the material world because of envy. And what do we mean by envy? What do we mean by envy? 
because we should understand what we mean by envy otherwise we'll continue to behave and we don't understand that Okay. Uh, typical, typical. We find that enviousness comes because of comparison. I compare myself with others, and when I find when I'm comparing, when I find other person better than me, then I feel the enviousness in my heart. So you can, I think, uh, you, you can say that jealous is. Uh, a passive emotion which is there within the heart, you don't express it out. Whereas enviousness is an external activity, you show it. If someone is having a, maybe a good mobile and I don't have that mobile and I'm jealous or envious of that mobile, when he's not around, I may try to break that mobile. Because I compare my mobile with that mobile and say that my mobile is, uh, is flimsy, the other person is having uh, maybe iPhone 14 or whatever it is. And therefore you feel, well, why should that person have that feeling? I'll give my own personal example. When we came newly to Melbourne, that was some 20 years back, I purchased a car second-hand car for $5,000. In those days, $5,000 was a big money for me because just then I came and I was required to spend money for purchasing the car. I come from a place in Hyderabad where one block away there's a street uh, shopping complex, other block away was my school. I used to hear the second bell and run to the school. So that was that close to the school. So there was never a need for a car. But here, moment we landed in, so we wanted to purchase, we, were, we had to purchase a car. I purchased the car and my co-tenant the, in the same, another flat was another Indian family. They purchased a car. He said he purchased a car for three and a half thousand dollars. I said, and that car looked to me externally better than my car. <laughs> so I said, this guy has purchased for three and a half thousand dollars a car better than mine and I've spent $5,000 and my car doesn't look so good like his. And believe it or not, because I had that thought, I'm considered to be reasonably a good driver. While reversing the car, I bumped into his car. It was not with any intention, but the thought was there that his car is better than my car. Reversing, it was... In reverse, you just reverse at 5 kilometers per hour or 10 kilometers per hour, that to within a flat, and then I bumped into his car. And the guy came and said, Shekhar Gaur, what are you doing? The Telugu person said, what are you doing? I said, I'm sorry. And then he looked at his car, he looked at my car. And out of friendship, he said, okay, don't worry, nothing has happened. So he had developed some small bump at the edge of his car. He said, it's okay, doesn't matter, it's a second-hand car. In any case, it will happen. So why I'm giving that example is, if we have that envious nature, unknowingly you feel that someone is having a better facility than mine, you may not have the intention, but because it is there in your consciousness, unknowingly to you, unintentionally, it can express itself out. At least this was my experience, personal experience. I'm not sure anyone had such an experience. Anyone had such an experience? Okay. <laughs> and then uh, we have uh, the, uh, the verse of a Vaishnava. This is from Adilila 8.39, Srila Prabhupada Kod. One should not hear anything about Krishna from a non-Vaishnava Milk touched by the lips of a serpent has poisonous effects. Similarly, talks about Krishna given by a non-Vaishnava are also poisonous. So therefore, one should be careful from whom are we hearing. But in this case, Chitraketu is not a Vaishnava. He is a Vaishnava because he had darshan of Lord Shankarshan. 
and yet he is saying something criticizing which means that there is a there's a higher reason higher purpose and therefore uh, he is commenting and hence one should not take that as an example for our own behavior there's an interesting story uh, i had seen in a video clipping just to understand because here this is the enviousness and bhaktivinoda thakur says that enviousness includes all other material contaminations if we have that envious nature in our heart it has all the contaminations what are other contaminations kama krodha mada moha matsarya so matsarya is the end so that matsarya has got the previous preceding five qualities so if someone is harboring enviousness in the heart it means that the person is harboring the kama lust krodha anger kama mada madness so all the uh, negative qualities the person is harboring uh, in the heart so here was uh, the shrimad bhagavatam uh, was being recited in a village and there was a rich man in that uh, village and his wife used to always tell him why don't you go there and hear shrimad bhagavatam you have been making lot of money but you never hear this money is not going to come with you please go and attend the class you you'll get something out of it he did not he was never he never listened to his wife but on that particular day he said my wife is pestering me so let me go and attend shrimad bhagavatam class and he took his shawl he was a rich person so with all uh, attire he went there the villagers suddenly they were surprised to see this person coming but they were happy that this person is coming one gentleman said i said please come so you you said somebody coming to temple they said i a please come and then he came and then other the person said okay this person should be given a proper asan proper seat so therefore he took out his shawl and then placed it on the floor and said baitie so please sit so i a baitie and then he slept bhagavatam was over and this gentleman who gave his shawl he was waiting for this person but he never got up so therefore he came and said uthiye and jaiye so he woke him up and he says jaiye so please go now and because he had good sleep for that 3 to 4 hours in bhagavatam class and then he went home and what was he doing he was reciting the same thing aiye baitiye jaiye aiye baitiye jaiye he was reciting the whole thing all through the night and as he was reciting a thief enters into his property jumps into the property and that time this person was saying aiye so the thief said, what this guy is asking, inviting me so therefore he knows that i have come into his house and he was startled and then he said baitie so they were thief he said now this guy knows what i am doing and therefore he is he falls at his feet and says what money he had he left it with the <laughs> rich man and he ran away he said jaiye so they were the person ran away and in the morning when his wife got up she said that Did you, what what happened did you get the benefit of attending bhagavatam he said what you said is true that i have recited that i a baitie jaiye and then i immediately i got the result what is the result i got the money from so and so person then she understood that this guy even after going to bhagavatam he has not learned anything so the speaker says that by just saying aiye baitie jaiye if you if you could drive away the thief think of if you chant the holy name of the lord the real thieves like ragnar the goswami says the real thief robbers will run away and what are the real thieves the real thieves are the kama krodha mada moha matsarya so they will run away 
yeah, concluding, I think, 9.5. So therefore, one should not think of following Lord Shiva's behavior, follow is, uh, as given, although this is what we are supposed to follow, but in this case, we should not think that, yes, Lord Shiva is performing an activity, that I should perform a similar activity. So concluding the uh, session, we can say that we should not imitate the extraordinary acts of great personalities. We meet because it will be our fall down. And it is said that the, the sound carries our consciousness. Sound carries our consciousness. So therefore, we should be very careful in what we are uttering or with what we are saying. In all that, intention is important rather than the external activity. And to purify one's own consciousness, one should chant the holy name of the Lord as Chitraketu has done and purified his consciousness. Yeah, any question, any comment? Grandara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai